Ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest moderator with us today. She is the PD of Reggae and Gospel at Sirius XM. Please welcome Pat McKay and Ziggy Marley. Thanks so much. It's so good to be here. Thanks so much to Apple for doing this, for welcoming such a diverse group of musicians and artists. And, you know, last person up here uh, for an event like this was Harry Belafonte. So these are some pretty big shoes to fill. Yeah? Yeah, for real. And Greg Allman before that, Mike was telling me. So it's great to be here with a hardworking musician primarily, a philanthropist, an activist, someone that's very outspoken. You can tell by just the themes and the songs where his heart really, really is. And he's four solo albums deep into a solo career, so we know those commitments are real, and we're going to learn some more about where he's at overall. So where are you at? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and we're glad to have you. New York, make some noise. Let them know. (laughs) Yeah, so I know right away we have a very smart audience. So I'll just ask you, when you were doing Wild and Free, what was different about it than Dragonfly or Love is My Religion? In Wild and Free, um, I think what I did with Wild and Free was I kind of concentrated on the songs, um, the words, and tried to get that um, someplace where I was satisfied with it before. Is it true that Wild and Free was a song to support Proposition 19 to legalize marijuana in California? Um, no, not really. It was a song to support okay. the truth about the plant, you know. Um, it wasn't specifically for that. I started writing that song in New Zealand, actually, and when, while I was on tour in New Zealand, backstage, one of the shows. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, the album, you know, it was, we, we do it live in, in the studio, very organic, very roots vibe. But also to support that plant, you are also the author of the color comic hardcover Marijuana Man. Mm-hmm. So talk about... <laughs> yeah, talk about Marijuana Man. Um, marijuana Man is um, it's like Superman, you know, and them guys. Are... He is an action hero. Yeah, but, you know, it gets his powers from the plant. Um, is it... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a comedy. You know? <laughs> it's a serious book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, my purpose is to expose the multiple, um, multiple use of the plant. Beyond, everybody knows about the smoking. And my thing is for kind of get people understanding that the plant, the hemp side of the plant, can be used for so many other things that would be good for the earth, good for the people. Nutrition, clothing, fuel, building materials. I mean, you know, so I'm just trying to do that in an entertaining way, you know, educate the people about the truth. You also have uh, some themes about religion and your feelings about religion. Can you tell us where the importance of those themes was born or what it's all about? Um, I don't know, it's just, you know, I grew up in a very in, in in a very cultural household where um, spirituality and the concept of God Jah um, was very strong, and so that began that that began my 
my um, journey into trying to explore more this, these philosophies. So throughout the years, I mean, you know, the song Love is My Religion kind of tells the story. You know, going through books and, you know, trying to understand this thing, you know, this religion thing. And coming to the final conclusion that, you know, most, most organized religion today is, is not really getting to the truth of what this journey is all about. Because I'm teaching so many things and teaching so many um, division amongst people, you know, one one religion versus the next religion versus the same religion mixed up having them own religion within one religion and all different type of things. That's the message is wrong. It's love. It's love is a message. Love is the only message really. You, you also cover that theme with Shalom Salam mm. with the Hebrew word and the Muslim or Arabic word Arabic, yeah. for, for peace. Yeah, I mean, this is where my art lies. This is, this is what, this is the inspiration I get to give or to share. And I just do it, you know, I just do, I just do what, what I've been given or what I've been inspired to say. I mean, I just share it with everybody. But you've been to Israel and performed there several mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. Did that have an influence on that track, using the Actually, Hebrew words? I think I wrote peace? that track before I went to Israel. Because I really, you know, I don't understand why why a uh, uh, species such, such as us, the human species, can be evolving in so many different places, technological and, you know, all different things, iPhones and phone apps and this, that. But we can't find a way to love each other. Is there an app for that? <laughs> Great question. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, your dad asked a similar question when he says, Pusanda, get together, why can't yeah, we love just, one another? So. It just, you know, we need to evolve as a species now, where we can, that will be the greatest, the greatest advancement of mankind in history, when we find a way to live together in peace. That would be something really big, you know? So, yeah. So that's part of your musical mission then. Do you think you're a soldier for that? Um, and for what else? Because you're so busy, you are an author, you're in the right places, you know, talking the right truths to some powerful people. Yeah, and I really, I don't really think about it too much. I put labels on who I am or what I am. You know, I just do it, you know, I don't really, I don't have time for kind of put words, oh, I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. I just do it, you know. I'm going to ask you something because um, Enrique, when he introduced us generously, uh, mentioned Black Music Month. And I don't know how the audience feels or how you feel about that in and of itself. Personally, I've never heard a good purple song or a good yellow song or a good green song. I understand why Black Music Month was created, or I think I mm. do, but I don't know that it's important as it was in the 60s and 70s when they started, or maybe the 80s. I don't remember where it came from. How do you feel about Black Music Month? I don't feel any way. See that? <laughs> because it's, I think, something that celebrates... I don't really think about different. it, and I didn't even know. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm into music. I'm into every music. Yeah, there you go. You know, I don't really... <laughs> Thank you. Let them know, please. 
So then we're not, you know, put in positions where we have to even discuss it because it's something I think that celebrates our differences and it's counter to how I think of your music. Your yeah, music hasn't really been so much about any one thing except yeah, I humanity. Don't know. I don't know, black music one, do <laughs> just, had, just had to ask. So you're on tour currently, yeah. and you're passing through New York. Yeah. How long will you be on tour for? Um, we're on tour until, I think, September. We'll finish up. And before you began the tour, the Marley documentary was released? Yeah, we released the Marley documentary. Have you seen it? Yeah, you should see it. And as Ziggy said on his Facebook page today, you should go together in groups and go see that movie. You co-executive produced that movie. That's mm. another thing that he's working on. And now it's going to be released on DVD pretty soon, yeah. next month. Yeah. What's sure. been the greatest satisfaction to you for having this amazing documentary made and released? The greatest satisfaction is just like the reaction that the people like it, you know? That the people can um, experience the life of my father in a more personal way than before. I really like that. I really think people feel closer to Bob, closer to the music by, by watching the documentary. And people have been giving me good feedback, so I, I'm happy about that. As a co-executive producer, were there things that you learned? Because I know the audience learns a lot when they see Yeah, yeah we learned, we learned um, some things about the early days, um, which his, his skin color was an issue. He, he, he faced some teasing or whatever, whatever you want to call it, because he was um, of mixed race. And um, also, when he was sick in Germany, we never really did explore that part of his life before. And so it was, it was interesting for me to learn what was happening there and what, 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 what it was like for him. And to know that from the experiences expressed by the people that he was still um, dignified and still, you know, still who he was, you know what I'm saying? King. Yeah, you know, still, still positive, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was it at all amazing to you that a country that's primarily black had this skin color distinction that caused your dad some... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was, I just never heard that before from anyone that that was an issue. But... You know, everyone that got through some sort of, you know, some, some of these experiences in life, it, 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 it does something to them. And it, I'm sure it had some kind of effect on him mentally and how he dealt with it and the music that came out. Everything, everything connected. So even those little experiences had something to do with who he became as a man, you know. Marley, the new documentary that you have to see. I think it's time for us to let the audience in. Jeannie, if you're ready, we're going to let the audience in to ask some questions. So, New York, you're up. Represent. We'll go to the man in the gray shirt, if we can get him a mic. Hello. Hi. Um, you know, my question is, you know, I'm a big fan of your music and of reggae in general, new and old, and I just was wondering what, what reggae you were listening to when you were young that influenced you and you know, the melody makers and the music that you make now? Yeah, we always listen to a lot of things. Um, on the reggae side, obviously my father music. Um, Dennis Brown, Toots. You know, all of, the, all of the greats from those days. But we were also listening to um, Jackson 5. <laughs> and um, Glenn Campbell, Nat King Cole. 
you know, those, those music was in the house. It's not like I was, I went out and got them. They were in the house. And so we, we got a chance to listen to all different type of music growing up, you know? Hi. Hi. Um, this might be kind of a depressing question, but mm -hmm. um, how do you maintain your peaceful and loving and happy outlook on the world, even through like so much destruction and so many cruel people? Well, that's how I survive. Without that, I wouldn't survive, you know? This is my survival tools. Yeah, I have to be that way. Or else I'm gonna be mean, cruel, and divisive like everything else. <laughs> can't do that, that. But this is who I am still, you know? This is, this is who I am. I can't change that, this is just who I am. Hi, uh, thanks for coming out. Yeah. So I'd like to know, with having a father such as Bob Marley and the icon that he was, how do you kind of create your own path with the music that you're developing to kind of become Ziggy and not just Bob's son? Well, I'm not trying to do that, you know. I don't care. I really don't care. You know, if it happened, it happened. You know, but my personal egotistical wanting to make my own path and separate myself from my father it's not a part of what we do. We do our music and make the music speak. We don't, we're not trying to do anything else but the music. You know? Everything else happened how it happened. And I don't mind being the, the son of my father either. You know, so. Hi, I just want to say you've been a great inspiration to me. Um, my question is, you talk about a lot of truths and some topics that a lot of people don't want to hear. Has that ever been used against you or has that ever been hard to deal with? Um, no, I mean, mostly I get positive things because of what we do. Um, you know, so, you know, I mean, somebody want to use it against me. It's really hard, though, to use love against somebody. <laughs> like, oh, Love is only a positive thing. It can't use against anything. <laughs> it's just positivity. You know? So once, once we're coming with positivity and truth, the negativity kind of get drowned out. Even if it's out there somewhere, it can't get through. You know, it, can't, it can't break through. It, it's probably there, but I don't see it. I don't know it. OK, we have a question here. Yes. I am a Jamaican, and I am very proud of you. And tonight, I am so blessed to have you up there representing all of us. And I want you to know, we Jamaicans, we're crazy in love with you. I love that. That's great. Thank you. I'm going to ask you a wild and free question. I wasn't aware that you'd worked with Don Was before, the great producer. Is this your first time working with Don Was Don, on no, Wild and Free? What did you work Don, with? Don, we worked with Don on an album called Spirit of Music. The last Melody Makers album. Yeah, the last Melody Makers album. And I worked with him on the, the kids' record, the record before family this, time. Family Time. I know this record. He's a good, Don's a good man, you know? He's a good man. Good, good. How did Stephen feel about that? Because I know you well, and Stephen collaborate a lot, or had collaborated a lot. He was all right with you having another who? producer? Steve? Yeah. Yeah, man, Steve, all right. Yeah. I just had to ask. Yeah. Are you going to work with Stephen some more? 
And what's he up to? That's that what my brother, right? Yes. Yeah. Is there another Stephen? <laughs> just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, man, we have Steve. We have big plans, man, big plans. Oh, that is such a pregnant statement. <laughs> we will look forward to what results from those plans. Does anyone else have a question? Hi. Uh, I was wondering, we've got uh, an election going on in this country. It's kind of a big deal coming up. And we're just inundated with negative ads and a lot of crap. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering, I would love to hear an ad by Ziggy Marley. What would a Ziggy Marley political ad say? Hi. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, that's a good one. New York. No, you know how me really feel? I really feel like the American people sleeping. I don't think you guys are awake. I don't think, I think you guys, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with you guys. <laughs> I don't know what, what's happening with you, man. I, I just think you, I mean, where are the people, you know, where, where things are happening and it's happening to you and you don't even know it's happening to you. You're not, where's your voice? Where are you? That's, that's my ad, where are you? How's it going? Yeah, man. Um, with the way of the music industry and uh, how much kind of just evil there really kind of is in it, um, have you ever had any real problems with people trying to change your, your positive outlook and kind of really just mold you in a different way? No, never. You know, you see, you know, my father, you know, I mean, we're coming from that. So it, it would have been very difficult for anybody to try. We, I mean, his influence is very strong over us. And we, we, we learn. We understand what we're doing. And we know what we must do. And we understand that we have to be true to what we're doing. So, you know, we grew up very rooted in that. So it... Even if somebody tried, I mean, you know, back in the day or whatever, it, we were very stubborn, you know, very stubborn. And that, that probably closed some doors, you know what I'm saying? Because we were not as open to, to things as others were. So we kind of, you know, we kind of get kind of on the back burner for that. Because, you know, hey, Ziggy don't want to do that, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't want to do that, you know, that's just who I am, you know. So it happens, you know. Would it be fair to say that you're a born revolutionary? Well, yes, if you understand what revolution means. Because I feel that there is, I guess there is two revolutions. There's a social, political, economic revolution, and then there's a personal revolution. I am a personal revolutionary. My, yeah, this is, I am a, my revolution is happening in here. This is, who, this is where it has to start. Me have to change from, you know, it's a, and it's a, it's a long journey. It's a long revolution. And it's been happening since I was born. And I'm, I'm still evolving in that revolution. But the revolution for me is to be a better person, to understand love as a, as a human being. That is my revolution. The social, political revolutions necessary, but until the human species, individuals have a personal revolution within themselves that change who we are fundamentally as, as individuals. 
where we can learn to love each other until that revolution happens, then history will continually repeat itself. Social political revolutions will always be happening. Violence, gun, war, 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 bam, 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 bam. So that's, you know, that is my, because I used to be that revolutionary one time. <laughs> I used to be this, you know, I used to be that social political revolutionary. High school days with my friends, yo, let's change this, let's change that. But then I get to understand, say, you know, the spiritual revolution much more powerful. And it's the ultimate revolution that we have to, we have to achieve. That's my opinion. You have a tremendous advantage over a lot of us in that you travel a lot. What's the same about people everywhere? And what, if anything, is different about people everywhere? I'm not really, I'm not really, you know, I don't travel and look on people and try to find out what's different or nothing like that. I don't, I just see everybody as, as my family, really, from the get-go. You know what I mean? I say, so, every one of us come from the same seed, you know, from every one of us, every human being come from one seed. One, there's one seed that existed, that created all of us. We're all connected. Cool. You know, so that's, I just see it like that. That's a beautiful way to see it. Does anyone else have a question? We have another question on the left here. Um, my question goes back to the topic of marijuana. Mm. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Are you in favor of recreational marijuana and or medicinal marijuana? Yeah, I'm in favor of it. I mean, why wouldn't I be? You know what I mean? People drinking alcohol, whiskey, vodka, <laughs> Budweiser's, <laughs> people smoking cigarettes, yeah, people taking pharmaceutical, blah, 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 blah. So here is something that is created within nature. That is not for everyone, but some people might find a use for it that is beneficial. So why not use nature? Why not use natural remedies when we can? I don't see no reason why. I don't see, what the, I don't see why them fighting this plant so hard. <laughs> it's a natural resource. And it's funny because you find that our civilization has taken advantage of every natural resource from the, from the, from the earth you know, from the wind, from every, the natural gas, the coal, the, every natural resource we can find, we use it, except this plant. Why? Why is this plant, it's just another natural resource, why not use it for what it can be benefit, beneficial for it? It's, it, it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we got one more on the side, right over here. Okay. Hello? Yes. I have a question. I'm from Jamaica. Yeah. And being that you're so spiritual, mm. when you buck upon negative, anything that is negative, how do you deal with it as a person, being that you're so spiritual? The truth is I laugh. I laugh. Most of the time I laugh. That's what I really do. Um, I don't... It's hard for... 
I'm a la- I love laughing, so I laugh. Even if something upset me, I'm laughing. <laughs> you know? It's like, I don't know, that's just, I just laugh. Really, when, when somebody even does something negative, I just laugh. <laughs> and that's it, you know? But I mean, that's how I deal with it still. Um, and because I, I feel so much love within me, I don't want, it's hard, it's hard for feel anything but love. You know, it's it really hard. It's hard for me hate, it's hard for me. I can't do, I can't like jealous, I can't get, it's hard for me to be anything but love. It's difficult. So, you know, I'm just try to be love. That's who I am, I just be who I am, you know. It's also hard for you to sit still because you do so many things. You told me that you were working on some merchandising. Some, some, some new, uh, a food line? Oh yeah, food thing. Yeah, yeah we're getting on the food thing, you know. Some coconut island, some hemp seeds. You know, hemp seeds. Because the hemp seed is one of the most nutritious vegetables in the world. I bet plenty of people don't know that. Yeah, the, the seed of the herb plant is very nutritious. That's uh, omega oils and fatty acids. That's very good for us. Um, so I'm getting into that, you know. How are you packaging your hemp seed product? Um, it, it, is it a pill? Is it no, a not pill. A food. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd just... No, it's a snack. Okay. It's nutty and very flavorful. We have one named Caribbean Crunch. That it's sounds nice. good. <laughs> when are we going to have these products in our markets? Um, next month, maybe. Yeah, While you're on tour, you're going to launch a food line. Yeah, man, we'll launch it, but you know what? The, the, the business takes some time for people, the supermarket carry it and stuff. What's it called? It's called um, Hemp Rules um, from Ziggy Marley Organics. See how humble he is? It's the last thing he said was Ziggy Marley Organics. We're looking yeah. forward to All it. Right. That's great. So Marley the movie is out. Yeah. DVD releases next month. Right. Marijuana Man is published and available. Yeah. Wild and Free is out mm-hmm. along with uh, your other three solo albums. Right. What else? You're on tour. Yeah, on tour, and that's it, really. I mean, that's a lot, Ziggy. That's a lot. Yeah. A round of applause for David Ziggy Marley. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. Thank, Thank you. you, Apple. <laughs> I know there must be a better way. I need a revolution, my own revolution, a personal revolution. Baby, I need, I need a revolution, my own revolution, a personal It's love, love is my religion. Love is my religion Love is my religion All we need is love One more time 